It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Uh, let's do a podcast for you on this glorious day. We are not in the hurricane belt right now, so we're no. doing a little bit better than those. I feel bad for everybody Florida, wish you well. What's up, Al? I just started following on Twitter a couple of the local Tampa TV stations mm. that I used to watch down there, uh, just to just to see coverage yeah. and that sort of thing. So I'll check that out later. I did come across. I don't know if a listener sent. Yeah, I think a listener sent this to me. Uh, an article from a woman named uh, Ashley Carmen. She's a uh, business reporter at uh, Bloomberg. Okay. And she does, uh, she says she covers the podcasting, music, and audio industry. So All I was right. like, oh, that's somebody I, I, I would like to follow. Absolutely. Uh, but the thing that got me interested in it is, is is she tweeted out a story that says, new, uh, new story, podcast companies are buying millions of listens through auto-playing episodes populated in free mobile games. The hell does that mean? iHeart. Media, the top podcast publisher, has bought around 6 million unique downloads per month since 2018. So what they do, so she showed what the screen grab is. They take popular games that are on, like, that you would you play on your phone. Okay. A lot of these games are free because they take advertising, mm-hmm. right? So in a lot of these games, they're putting as their advertising a the beginning of the podcast that auto plays when you start the game when you open the, the kind of like the, the auto video when you open up ESPN yeah. and that it's enough for it to count yeah though this is these this is what she writes though these plays only last for seconds they still count as a valid IAB download which requires one minute of content to be downloaded, which happens quickly. It really it's is unbelievable. Awful. All it is is screwing the advertiser. That's all this is. When an individual taps on an in-app play button on their mobile device, an entire episode begins downloading so they can listen uh, even if uh, they're not on an Internet connection. Even if the consumer only listens to 10 minutes of a 30-minute show, all of the commercials are, like, in that part. It's just – this is why I don't believe any – It's scuzzy. Right. It is scuzzy. There's so many podcasts, and I know they're not, like, they're, they're, they're no, not, there's not enough, enough – people listening exactly. to them. There's not enough people, and there's not enough hours in the day. Right. Without it doing something for Gazy to come up with all these numbers that these podcasts all claim to have. Let's say every person loves eight podcasts, not 80, eight. Yeah. 
and let's say everyone averages 30 minutes, where the hell are you getting four hours to listen to them? You're not. That's the thing. Like, I, I have, you and I have a, I have a long commute. I have yeah. an hour, 10-minute commute me, yes. both ways. I have two hours, let's call it two and a half hours a day, and I listen to podcasts both ways. I still only listen to Rogan, if it's a guest I'm interested in, uh, Ben Shapiro, if it's a topic I'm in, interested in. Now, I don't listen to anything all the time. It has to be something, I'm, a, yeah. a podcast topic, but I'm only looking at like five Right podcast that I'm looking to see if there's anything About the interesting. Five billion and five that are no. out there. No, that's why it's just so. It, it's terrible. It shouldn't be allowed. And you're really also by doing that. What, what iHeart is being accused of doing is to me, you're defrauding well, the advertiser. Correct. I think because the advertiser, you know, is paying for yeah people to hear the advertising. Yeah, even I like like um, Joe Rogan is only on Spotify. Right. Now, to me, I'm a paid subscriber to Spotify. I should not get the ads. I agree. Because he does not do live ads. They're inserted in at the worst possible moment. They don't even make sense. I agree, and it's not fair. Yeah. And I zap through all of them. Like, yeah. you could fast forward through them. My my thing in my car has 15 seconds mm-hmm. at a time. So, But I'm looking at it like, what did that company just pay for that? Right. Because he has supposedly 9 million downloads a month. I mean, a podcast, nine million a podcast. So, what would that possibly cost? I, no, I don't know. Zip, I see Zip Recruiter, Recruiter, Athletic Greens. I would think a lot. A lot. Yeah, I would think a lot. And how many people are actually hearing it? It's a flawed system. It's very flawed. Very flawed system. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Wow. That Wilford Brumley up top. It's a Wolf, Wolf Wilford Brimley lookalike. It sure is. <laughs> That's not his house. There's no way. <laughs> uh, no, I guess they're in. Uh, where are they in Florida? I have no idea where they are. Well, Although no, they look way too happy. Florida's not doing so well these yeah. days. I can't imagine that's Florida. That's Ernie, though. Oh, that's the Hoda and. Uh, oh, is that what that is? Something else show. And Jenna. And Jenna. Oh, Jenna Hoda Bush. and Jenna. Oh, Jenna Bush. Yeah. Of the that? Bush family. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Jerry. I don't. I know you like music. I love music. You love music. Do you ever have a moment when a song hits you and it really hits you? Or is your musical enjoyment just the 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 um the beat the the like so do you ever I, have a song where that stops you in your tracks you're like wow this is the meaning of the song or the I, feeling of the song? Yes. Okay. And I would say a lot of that is, as we've discussed in past podcasts, getting older and listening to lyrics now, not just listening to the music. I would say, to your first point, as a kid, I didn't think much of anything. Right. It was the beat. It was catchy. You sung it. You didn't even give it a thought. You really didn't. You didn't know the words. You didn't care about the words. You were just hoping it was close. Yeah. And your lips moved at the same time as the words did, and you were kind of close. Um, Now, I do listen to lyrics, and not pop music. I think... Pop music to me is written by a lot of the artists don't write their own stuff, so it doesn't really mean much. But I do listen to lyrics more a little bit differently, um, especially if I know the artist wrote the lyrics. So, for instance, like Olivia Rodrigo, she's a newer artist, very personal 
um, songs that she's written about her private life. Taylor Swift, from what I understand, writes very personal songs. Not that I'm listening to them, but I things like that. Um, the guy from Lincoln Park, Chester Bennington, clearly very personal. And now you look back and re-listen to those songs after he killed himself. Depressing. Yeah. You know, so yeah, no, I, I don't think I've ever listened to a song where it captured me and depressed me for the day. But yeah, I do listen to lyrics and look at lyrics now more than I ever did. What about a song that uh, caught you and you then did, did you, would you ever like do research on a song that you hear that feels, that makes you feel something? Research a yeah, song? Yeah, like look up a song, look it up on Wikipedia, look it up no, on. I don't think so. Yeah. I've. The only thing I've done is I've gone to YouTube and put the song in with lyrics to follow along if I wasn't sure of something or Googled the lyrics. But no, I've never looked up the meaning of a song. Why well, is this what you're doing now? Well, I've always done this, oh, okay. this sort of thing. But what, what grabbed you recently? So what grabbed me recently, and I think also like you mentioned like Olivia Rodrigo and uh, some of the, the the contemporary artists. Yeah. To me, when things are super produced, it's harder to grasp the feeling of the song or yes. something that's olivia but she's got a couple of very slow emotional songs yeah that are not as poppy as you're thinking they're sad like yeah. they're genuinely sad yeah and you are you you're taking it in what she's yeah. singing in oh the, god yeah 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 she's got is it driver's license i think is the one where she sings real slowly and it's about her boyfriend who basically told her they'd always be together and then he dumped her <laughs> and it's you know like, oh, yeah and she's hurting and she's 18 19. yeah and that's the age where i mean it always hurts but right that's where you think it's the end of the world yes you're so impressionable yeah absolutely i heard i don't know i wanted to put on for some reason i had uh, tom waits in my head about he did originally did the song jersey girl that bruce springsteen okay made famous and uh, he also did a couple. He also did uh, Downbound Train, which then Rod Stewart made famous. Sure. Like So he's he's got well, this guy's just missed it all the time. He's a, yeah, he's got a really gruff voice, got uh, you know, but when I was putting so I was putting uh, his music on today on my ride in, I just thought of him. I was like, oh, let me put on some of his songs. And this song called Martha came on. And it's this like you could tell it's done on an old it's just him and an old piano. And it was just this sad, it just hit me weird. It was this, first of all, it's like a time capsule because what he's singing about today with Facebook and things, you, it's this guy who call, who's like uh, in his 50s or 60s and he calls the operator to connect him to an old girlfriend mm-hmm. that he hasn't talked to sure. in 40 years. And he wants to meet her for coffee to talk. That's like the Christmas song. What's that? Oh, God. I'll, I'll get it. Continue. There's, There's a, a Christmas song where they meet at the liquor store. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Auld Lang Syne. What is it? It's called Auld, Auld Lang Syne. Is that what it's called? For real? Well, that for, I know there's also a traditional Auld Lang Syne I, or yeah. whatever you say it, but that that's what that song is called. Okay. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, that's exactly like what it is, Jerry. Yeah. Yep. Meat in a liquor store. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. The like I can literally, literally just put this thing into Google. Dan Fogelberg. Yeah. It comes right up. Is it Old Lang Syne? Yeah. 
Old Lang Syne. Yeah. Yes. What's read the lyrics to that one, Jerry? All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, lyric genius, come on up. Let's see. Maybe it'll start playing music. I have no idea. Maybe you're still going to count it for a podcast for somebody. My old lover in the grocery in the grocery store. Blah, blah, blah. Isn't the it like New Year's Eve, Christmas Eve? Christmas Eve. I stole behind her in the frozen foods, and I touched her on the sleeve. She didn't recognize the face at first, but I flew right open, and we laughed until we cried. Yeah. If I hear the music, I could literally start singing this song. Yeah, it just, it's unbelievable, isn't yeah. it? Yes. We drank a toast to innocence. We drank a toast to now and tried to reach beyond the emptiness, but neither knew how. But that's kind of the music is uh, more upbeat. Isn't that mm. super upbeat? Mm. No? It's it's in between depressing and upbeat. Right. That's what I would say. And how does it end? What's like the end of lyrics? The final lyrics are, oh, I mean, this, yes. Uh, and running out of things to say, she gave me a kiss as I got out, and I watched her drive away. Just for a moment, I was back at school and felt that old familiar pain. And as I turned to make my way back home, the snow turned to rain. Look at that. That's poetry in motion. That song, every Christmas, every year older, makes me think about... Damn, 30-something years has gone by. Yeah. And there are people out there that I haven't seen. Not a girlfriend, but just friend, people I haven't seen. And that, right. I don't, some of them passed away. Some of them were, some of them are doing great. Some of them are doing terribly. They say now, though, like, you know, with Facebook, you could, if you wanted to, keep up with people. Yes. If, if they're also on of it. Of course, of course. Um, but, yeah, it used to be that you would just lose touch with people completely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For years and years and, you know, like of the people that I'm thinking about now that are in Tampa that with the hurricane coming. Yeah. There are a lot of people that I'm still friends with on Facebook. There are a couple of people. I have no idea where they are. Or if they're alive. Yeah, where I've looked for them on Facebook and they don't come up. Yeah. Don't have a Facebook page, perhaps. Absolutely. A lot of people don't. Yeah. Yeah, that's the funny thing. You go to search for someone like they don't have a Facebook yes. page. Yes. You're like, what is wrong with this like, person? Even an inactive one. Right. Like if you look at mine, I haven't been on Facebook since I left Myrtle Beach with the baseball team August yeah. 5th. So in two months, I haven't even gone to it. So there's no posts there from after, man, my last post on Facebook was probably in July. So if you go to it now, you'd be like, geez, he, I guess he's not, not very active. No, I don't. But at least you can find me. Some people you can't find. Can't find them. It's fascinating. And, really uh, and, and before all this, you could never really find people. That's true, too. Like if you wanted to look up an old girlfriend or an old friend. You had to find someone that knew someone. That right, knew you'd have her. to be like this guy in the song Martha. Yeah. He just has to call the operator to get their number and then just dial and then they pick up. Yeah, was it 411, right? Could you call 411 for information yes. on someone? 411. Mm-hmm. Well, you could get the number, yeah. Right. Yeah. Or look in the old the phone, uh, book. phone book, yeah. Back in the day. Back in the day. Absolutely. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
pretty wild, actually, if you think about how far we've come and how much things have changed and how you adapt to it as you go. I look at it this way. If I told you to put catcher's gear on okay, and go catch a Roldis, go, pick, go catch a fastball from a Roldis Chapman, yes. you'd think I was nuts. Yes. But what if I told you to put the catcher's gear on, have a little catch with a Roldis Chapman from about 50 feet, then back up to 60 feet, just have a catch. Then squat down, let him throw 50 miles an hour to you. Then 55. Then throw in at 60. Well, by the time he gets up to 95, 100, you still may not be able to catch it, but it's not going to look as nuts if you just squat down the first time and take a 95-mile-an-hour fastball. Yes. That's kind of like how we adapt to everything because I'm not talking about from 1922 to now. Just from like 1992 to now, things are unbelievably different. Yeah. Well, just in the time I started here in 2007. That too. You know, with social media really wasn't a thing. No, it really wasn't. I had just joined, I joined Facebook in 2008. Think about that. So I wasn't on it here. Right. And I didn't join it till 2018. 2000 what? 18. Really? I only signed up for it for the baseball team, for the baseball page. They told me I had to. Yeah. I said, I don't want to do Facebook. Right. We so need you to. You'd be one of those missing people. I'd have to call the operator to yeah. connect. The wow. operator, please collect, connect me to Jerry Recco. You know what song does still get me? Um, it just makes you think, especially as you're going through life and you see it, and with kids of your own, the cat's in the cradle. Yeah. That song is an all-timer, and not... Not that uh, my dad was ever like that, because he wasn't. My dad spent plenty of time with us. He always had the time. Not as much as I've had with my kids, but that's because he had a traditional job as opposed to my non-traditional hours for the last 20 years. I've been able to really see them grow up every step of the way. I feel bad for, because I see it with some kids I've coached, where the dad is just never around. Yeah. And you can see how it happens. And then all of a sudden, you look up one day, you're approaching 60. Your kid who you never gave the time to is 30. They're about to have a family of their own, and sorry, don't have time for you now that you're retired and that you have time. It's rough. Yeah, that, that is, you're you. right. That's a, That one catches you. That one gets you. There's a new song on the country charts now, something about that. Uh, let's see. What, song. about tequila? No. <laughs> Normally, they're all, I know. all about that. I know. There's a song by a guy named Cody Johnson. It's called Till You Can't. Let okay. Me you, let me get you the lyrics to that, Jerry. Till You Can't. It's all about what you're you're talking about right now. Let's see. Till you can't. You can tell your old man you'll do some long mouth fishing another time. You just got too much on your plate to plate to bait and cast a line. You can always Well, damn it, it switched on me. You can always put a rain check in his hand till you can't. Right, Jerry? Yeah. Let's see. Let's see another one. Do, do. And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. they pass, and all those times you said no, you don't get back. There's a box of greasy parts sitting in the trunk of that 65, still waiting on you and your granddad to bring it back to life. You can always get around to fixing up that Pontiac till you can't. This is what it is, Jerry. And yet. So here's a question for you. Yeah. You know I believe in do what you want to do. Spend the money now. You can always figure it out. Yeah. All right. Where does that end, though? So here's this. I think this is a perfect uh, transition or comparison or whatever you want to call it. All right. My dad loves golf more than anybody. 
We just went to Myrtle Beach for his birthday, played three days with him. My brother and my nephew played four days with him, had a great time. The one thing we've never done that I would love to do, but I'll be quite honest with you, I cannot afford to do it right now. Not with two kids, not with college, not with high school and elementary school tuition that I pay. I can do Myrtle Beach. I can go down to Atlantic City. I can even go to Florida and do a golf trip. I would love to go to St. Andrews. And I'm sure he would love to go. Scotland? Europe. Yeah. I would love to do a trip to Scotland or Ireland. You're talking 10 grand. Right. Like, I can't do it. But there's the other part of me, like, you're just reading. I can keep making excuses. He's 75. He's not getting any younger. He can still play at a level that is fine. He can still hit the ball, you know, 190 to 200 yards. He can still, you know, he can't hit the ball like he used to, but he's not old and frail. So do you just say F it and put it on a credit card and know you're going to have to pay off 10 grand? But it's 10 grand. And I've got bills coming out my ears and ass between taxes and tuitions. Like yeah. At some point, and not that Myrtle Beach was cheap, it wasn't more affordable, but nowhere near prices like that. Does he got cash still? Maybe he'd be interested in. Uh... I don't want him paying for it, though. Why? Nah, I don't, that's not the idea. His parents sometimes have uh, more cash that's than you think. not the idea. Jay. No, I, the idea to say, hey, Dad, you want to go to Scotland? On you? <laughs> I can't do that. No way. <laughs> Come on now. No, no, no. Mm. Even Pebble Beach. I would love to go to Pebble Beach and play with him for a week. But Pebble Beach is, after the caddy fee, it's like $850 a round. So you can just go to Pebble Beach and play golf? Yeah. And and St. Andrews and, and stay there. And you can stay in the Pebble Beach lo- a Lodge. For another thousand dollars a night. If you wanted to do that, how far in advance do you think you have to you have to do? I would Pebble Beach. Well, yeah, something cool like that. Like that I seems would, cool. Like I don't golf, but that would be cool. Yes, it would be, and I've been there before. Um, I'll, I bet you I could get a tee time for this week. Really? Yeah. Let's see. If I go right now, Pebble Beach Golf Links. I'm on it right now. Uh, reservations. Uh, let's see here. Check availability. Body D. If I wanted to go, what's today? Today is the twenty eighth of September. I could play next. I could play on October 9th. Not bad. I could play on October 9th. Yeah. Now every day is not available, but there are days I could play on the ninth, the tenth, the thirteenth, the sixteenth, seventeenth, eighteenth, and twenty fifth. I would think that'd be booked for months at a time. Well, I think if you want to go for a week, it is. But if you want to go for two nights. I can. I got two nights back to back several times here in October and November, and these. And then if you go to December, you've got all sorts of time. I mean, yeah, you can. And then you start looking into April. The whole month's open. Now that's months in advance. We're talking about next week, uh, but I can get on. I can get on for one round. But I'd love to do that. That has got to be. And the current. You want know how much it costs? This is what I'm talking about. So if I want to play, oh, this is to stay. Yeah, the cheapest room there to stay is eleven hundred dollars a night. But you're right. That's the thing. That's the life balance, right, Jerry? Yeah. Do you do these things that cost a lot of money? Exactly. Not Where, easy. Yeah, not easy to make the decision. Not, it's very, it's tough, man. And here, here, the I'll give you the golf rates. All right. If you're staying there, okay, if you're staying there, it is $600 plus the $200 caddy fee. So it's $800 to play Pebble Beach. Just to play one round. Yeah. And $1,100 a night in the hotel. 
So if but you that's go a once-in-a-lifetime thing, right? This is what I'm saying. Yeah. So do you go for the four days and spend the $8,000? But think of what I just said. But why can't you go for one day there? i got to fly six hours. No, but then you go stay somewhere else cheap for cheaper. Yeah, you could do that. You I stay suppose. the one night when you're going to you get there. You stay there. You get up in the morning. You play around the golf. You check out. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could do that. I guess you could just go there. Let's see. Can you play as, as a non-resort? Yeah, you can go as a non-resort member and play, I suppose. Not member, but as a non-resort person. But you're saying if you're going to go, go do it. I would Until think you want to have the experience of the yeah. whole thing. But you're right. I could just go play one round for 800 bucks and <laughs> four hours, 800 bucks. All right. Here's, uh, here's our... To play crappy golf, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> right. Imagine you don't have a great round. And lose 34 uh, golf balls. <laughs> <laughs> so here's our playlist for today. Jerry, you're contributing Cats in the Cradle. Yes. By, um, the hell is his Harry name? Chapin. Harry Chapin. And you're contributing what other one? I'm going to give you... Give me two songs for the for your playlist. Is it Heavy by Linkin Park? Heavy, but not uh, Olivia Rodrigo? I'll give you... I'll give you I'm going to give you three. Okay, the give three, three that I talked about. Give me three. Yeah, it's Heavy. So okay. heavy by Lincoln Park, and tell me that that does not depress you, especially now knowing he killed himself not long after this song. Okay, that's number one. Harry Chapin, the Cats in the Cradle, and Olivia Rodrigo. I believe it's Driver's License. That is her English. popular song, yes. And it is Driver's License. Yes. Okay. Those three. Which three are you contributing? Well, I only have two for today. I'm going to give you this this uh, one we uh, was quoting in "Till You Can't" by Cody Johnson. That's Cody. a Country song. Johnson, Till You Can't. Okay. And then I'm going to give you uh, Martha by Tom Waits. Tom Waits? Waits. W-A-I-T-S. Tom Waits. Martha. Martha. There's our, I'm going to put that out. Okay. I'm going to tweet that now. All right. The Alan Jerry playlist for today. And this Martha song, Jerry, the, it's on an old piano. Like There's a lot of this feeling This is a very depressing song list. It is, but that's what it is. This is to make you think. This is a make you think. Should we call it that? Song list. Yeah. All right. The Alan Jerry make you think song list yes. for today. And then the first of many. Lived. And then we'll probably forget about it like we forgot your fraudulent five again. Yeah, we're going to do that tomorrow, Jerry. No worries. Okay. Fraudulent five. All right, let's do uh, the warm up show. Oh, I forgot to pay parking. God oh. damn it. Oh. Where'd you park? Across By the me? Street. Oh, I across totally the street. forgot to set up the goddamn alarm on my damn phone. Damn it. Uh. Okay. Yeah, whatever.